0: This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist. I'd like to welcome you to a special 11-part series where, over the next 11 episodes, I'm going to go into the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program and add the new requirement for root cause analysis. All of these episodes will be based upon my new book, The Complete Compliance Handbook, which is released May 21 on Amazon.com. The Complete Compliance Handbook incorporates the most recent pronouncements from the Department of Justice, including the 2017 Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs and the new FCPA Corporate Enforcement Policy to provide you the most up-to-date advice on what constitutes a best practices compliance program. In this single volume, I bring together the top ideas, topics, and techniques that you can incorporate into your compliance program literally in 31 days to more fully operationalize your compliance regime you want one volume to guide you in operationalizing compliance, this book is it. The book is designed to provide you with a step-by-step guide to the design, creation, and implementation of a compliance program. It begins with 31 days to a more effective compliance program. Each entry for this first chapter provides you one thing you can accomplish at little or no cost to improve any level of a compliance program. There are three key takeaways for each entry. This final chapter of the book goes through the same process for you to operationalize your compliance program. In between these bookends, the Complete Compliance Handbook features chapters on operationalizing compliance through HR, the role of the Board of Directors in compliance, 360 degrees of communication and compliance, better third-party risk management, reporting and investigations, internal controls, innovation and compliance, written standards, and more effective compliance for business ventures. Also, continuous improvement. If you want one book which is the single standard on best practice compliance program, this is the book for you. Once again, it's available on Amazon.com. Also, if you'd like an autographed copy, you can purchase one from my site, www.fcpacompliancereport.com, and I will mail it to you. This is Tom Fox. I hope you enjoy today's Hallmark. Thank you for listening. Hallmark number seven, third parties. As every compliance practitioner is well aware, third parties still present the highest risk under the FCPA. The Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs devotes an entire prong to third party management. It begins with the following points and associated questions. Risk based and integrated processes. How has the company's third party management process corresponded to the nature and level of enterprise risk identified by the company? How has this process been integrated into the relevant procurement and vendor management processes? Under the issue of appropriate controls, the following questions are raised. What was the business rationale for the use of the third parties in question? What mechanisms have existed to ensure that the contract terms specifically described the services to be performed, that the payments are appropriate, that the described contractual work is performed, and the compensation is commensurate with the services related. The first set of queries clearly specifies the DOJ expects an integrated approach that is operationalized throughout the company. This means your compliance process must have a full life cycle of third-party risk management. There are five steps in this life cycle of a third-party risk management, which will fulfill the DOJ requirements laid out in the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program the evaluation, and of course, the new FCPA corporate enforcement policy. They are business justification by the business sponsor, number two, questionnaire to the third party, number three, due diligence on the third party, number four, compliance terms and conditions, including payment terms, and number five, management and oversight of the third parties after contract signing. Step one business justification. The purpose of the business justification is to document the satisfactoriness of the business case to retain a third party. The business justification should be included in the compliance review file, assembled on every third party at the time of the initial certification, and again, if the third party relationship is renewed. It is mandatory that this document be completed by the business sponsor, who will be the primary contact with the third party for the life of the business relationship. Step two, questionnaire. The questionnaire is mentioned several times in the 2012 FCPA guidance. It is generally recognized as one of the tools that a company should complete in its investigation to better understand with whom it is doing business. I believe this requirement is not only a key step, but also a mandatory step for any third party that desires to do work with your company. I tell clients that if a third party does not want to fill out the questionnaire or will not fill it out completely, that you should not walk but run away from doing business with such a party. One thing you should keep in mind is it is likely you will have pushback from your business team in making the inquiries listed above. However, my experience is that most proposed agents have done business, who have done business with the United States or United Kingdom companies have already gone through this process. Indeed, they understand that providing this information on a timely basis, they can set themselves apart as <clears throat> more attractive to U.S. businesses. Step three, due diligence. Many compliance practitioners understand the need for a robust due diligence program to investigate third parties, but have struggled with how to create an inventory to define the basis of risk of each foreign business partner and therefore thereby perform the requisite due diligence. Getting your arms around due diligence can sometimes seem per- bewildering for the compliance practitioner. The purpose is to encourage businesses to put in place due diligence procedures that adequately inform the application of proportionate measures designed to prevent Persons associated with the company from engaging in bribery and corruption on their behalf. Due diligence acts both as a procedure for anti-bribery risk assessment and as a risk mitigation technique. Further, both operate as compliance internal controls. After you've completed steps one through three, then you have evaluated and documented your own evaluation as the compliance specialist, you are ready to move to step four, the contract. In the area of compliance terms and conditions, the 2012 FCPA guidance tells us that additional considerations, including the payment terms, how the payment terms compare to typical terms in the industry and country, as well as the timing of the third party's introduction to the business. This means you need to understand what the rate of commission is, whether it is reasonable for the services delivered. If the rate is too high, there should be an indicia of corruption as high commission rates can create a pool of money to be used to pay bribes. If your company uses a distributor model in its sales side, then it needs to review the discount rate it provides to distributors to ascertain the discount rate that was warranted. Also, at this time, if there are any red flags which appeared, these red flags must be cleared, or you must document how you will manage the risks. In other words, you must document, document, document that you have read, synthesized, and evaluated the information garnered in steps one through three. As the DOJ and SEC continually remind us, a compliance program must be a living, evolving system and not simply a check-the-box exercise. And finally, we come to step number five, which in many ways I believe is the most important step, management of the relationship. The evaluation specified the following questions under the category of managing the relationship. How has the company considered and analyzed the third party's incentive model against compliance risk? How has the company monitored the third parties in question? How has the company trained the relationship managers about what compliance risks are and how to manage them? How has the company incentivized compliance and ethical behavior by third parties? Often say that after you complete steps one through four of the life cycle management of third parties, the real work begins, and that work is found in step five, management of the relationship. While the work done in steps one through four is absolutely critical, if you do not manage the relationship, it can all go downhill very quickly and you might find yourself with a potential FCPA or UK Bribery Act violation. There are several different ways that you can manage your post-contractual relationship. The evaluation clearly is focused on several key components that you need to evaluate and then reevaluate during the pendency of the relationship. Incentivizing through compensation issues, training, and ongoing monitoring through oversight and auditing are all key tools that the DOJ expects you to use going forward after the contract is signed. The bottom line is that all work you have done in steps one through four will be for naught, and that you will have a compliant anti-corruption relationship with your third party going forward. I continually give my mantra of compliance, which of course is document, document, document. And if you want to add operationalize, 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 you can certainly do that. Each of these steps you take in the management of your third party must must be documented. Not only must they <coughs> must they be documented, but they must be stored and managed in a way that you can retrieve them with relative ease. The management of third parties is absolutely critical in any best practices compliance program. If you sit at your desk pondering whether this assignment is a career endeavor, you should take heart that there is clear and substantive guidance that you can draw upon. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of hallmark number seven. Of the 10 Hallmarks of an Effective Compliance Program, and I hope you'll join me for our next episode where we consider hallmark number eight, investigations and reporting. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this hallmark of an effective compliance program. I hope you will check out my book, The Complete Compliance Handbook. It's available on Amazon.com and on my website, www.fcpacompliancereport.com. Thank you for listening.